Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you doing today? Doing great. I hear we have a guest. Who do we have? We do. We have a guest today. Today we have uh, Frank McConnell from ASTM. He's a staff manager in our Technical Committee Operations Division. Hey, Frank. How are you? Hi, Nora. Hi, Bill. How's it going today? It's going great. So, Frank, what the heck is Technical Committees? What what does that mean? (laughs) Nora uses this word. It's like, what is Technical Committees? Um, So within ASTM, you'll find uh, we have quite a large collection of technical committees um, who are or who represent different industry sectors. uh, And they're they're charged with uh, developing and maintaining uh, ASTM standards for each, you know, technical or each, you know, industry sector that they represent. Oh, that's cool. So Nora was telling me earlier that. You do something we talked about last time, which is you work with the tiny homes people. And I'm like, what the heck do you mean these tiny (laughs) homes? You know, are we talking like, you know, a mobile home? Are we talking RV? What is a tiny home? A she shed? That was something that we said. Oh my gosh, yes. Some sort of shed, man cave. Right. You know, so what what are we talking about here, Frank? (laughs) You know, that's that's a good question. So... I think that's part of the reason that this activity has popped up within uh, within ASTM. So uh, to be a little bit more specific, uh, one of the technical committees that I work with is Committee E6 on performance of buildings. Oh, cool! Uh, and over the last uh, over the last few months, uh, the executive subcommittee recently approved a new subcommittee on tiny houses, uh, and the basis for this subcommittee was. Part of it was trying to answer that exact question that you just posed, the, you know, exactly what is a tiny house? That's awesome. Right. So So, so they like, are they going to like define it for everybody so we know what it is? Because like one of the things we were talking about is like, okay, can you 3D print a tiny house? Or, you know, if it comes in on wheels, is it a tiny house or does it have to be built in place? You know, how do we, how do we start? So that's that's another good question. I think that's um, so where we're at at this time, we've actually got a few different uh, proposed or a few work items registered for proposed ASTM standards. Oh, cool. Uh, and a couple of those actually try and tackle that exact question. So um, a few of them, just to kind of give you an overview, I won't go into the, the super specifics of the work item number and stuff like that. Uh, but we actually have two proposed new standards, one of them being a specification for tiny house foundations. Oh, nice. Uh, and I believe the intention of that is to, you know, provide a, a standard for how tiny houses are to be built in a permanent manner. Right. Uh, there's also a specification for tiny houses on wheels. Oh, really? Uh, so, yeah. So that's there's I think there's kind of two different ways you can look at it. And that's something the committee's trying to or the subcommittee's trying to to tackle at this point. That's right. really cool because, you know, Frank, we we got kicked off on this because uh, 
I've been trying to do at-home DIY projects. Oh, yes, and of course. Of course, that, <laughs> that includes me tuning into HGTV, and I got hooked on the show Tiny Homes and was taking a look at it. And then I said to Bill, you know, we, we actually have a new subcommittee on this, and that kind of kicked off our conversation. But then, of course, I swear my devices are listening to me because I go on to social media, and the next video that I see is this couple that took a school bus and turned it into a, a home for themselves. Right. You know, it has a shower, it has a kitchen, it has sleeping and, and or like a bedroom for sleeping. And, um, you know, they're traveling. So I'm really glad that you said that you guys are having these conversations between the in-place tiny home versus the one that people may turn like a school bus that has wheels. Right. Um, so I would assume that maybe their conversations right now are, are surrounding around coming up with a terminology standard. Yeah, so that was actually the first work item we registered. Okay. Uh, was a proposed new terminology document for, you know, terminology of tiny houses. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, we're going to work with each of the, you know, interested stakeholders who might have an interest in, you know, helping define some of the, the terms that would, you know, begin to, uh, I'm trying to think of the, you know, unify or at least right. provide a concrete definition of exactly what, yeah. you know, some of the stuff that we're talking about is, whether it's a foundation or a tiny house on wheels, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Being uh, able to speak the same language while yeah. you're developing additional standards. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. one of the exactly. things that came up is because I, I did, I worked a little bit in the fire community, you know, in my career. And it's like, okay, how do the fire codes and stuff apply to a tiny house? Is it, you know, do you use the same building fire codes for a tiny house that you use for a regular house? Or are you thinking of them more like a, an RV and they have different fire codes? How do you figure out what the occupancy level is? And, and where do smoke detectors mm -hmm. go? Because if it's a tiny house yeah. and it's sort of kind of like one room and you know you can't put a smoke detector like too close to a kitchen because it'll go off all the time. <laughs> like how, mine. <laughs> yeah. So so how, do, how does that play into this? Yeah, I would think that would be all the conversations that they're having during meetings, right, Frank? Yeah, so we are just kind of getting the ball rolling yeah. on on some of these work items. I think we've registered a few of them in the last two or so weeks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and I believe that that's something that, you know, is going to be discussed with each of the task groups that are working on, you know, the work items, the proposed standards, things like that. So I know I've heard those questions kind of come up in the <laughs> preliminary oh, yeah. discussions. Uh, I wish I could give you a more concrete answer, but I, I do think it is something that, you know, the group is going to have to, or the group plans on addressing when, it's just you know. great to know that they're asking similar questions to, you know, what we're thinking about too, as, as, you know, <clears throat> as potential consumers in the future, right? Right. Um, which I think is always great to see, you know, internally as ASTM staff, we really get to see the process at hand where a new subcommittee or a new committee gets stood up and there's a whole process as to, you know, you don't want to bite off and chew the entire elephant, but you have to take it apart piece by piece and really focus on the key aspects. Like, like Frank, you were saying, the first thing being terminology so that they can all speak the same language. And, you know, from there, what is maybe like a couple of 
of major pain points or problems that they're seeing to address for standards moving forward. But, you know, you talk about different volunteers that are part of the um, mm. subcommittee here, Frank. Are they are they mainly um, are they all from the U.S.? Are they from around the world? Um, like what what do the technical experts uh, demographics look like? So that's a that's a really good question, Nora. We currently have, I can't recall the specific number off the top of my head. I, I believe we have a roster or a subcommittee roster of uh, at least 130 members. Whoa, right now. that's huge! Um, and that's great. you know the number has been growing just as people learn more about the subcommittee. There, mm -hmm. you know, as our you know the group of stakeholders now are reaching out to their colleagues in the industry, we have more people join on. You know, it seems like a daily basis, uh, and it's not something that's just kind of housed in the United States. It's some, it's something that, uh, at least in the short time we've been working on this, uh, in my experience, it's of interest to, you know, tiny how the tiny house community, you know, across the world. We've got members from Australia, we've got members from Germany, we've got really members from Canada. Yeah, alongside, alongside many of our members here in the United States. Uh, a few of our members um, or a few of the technical contacts from the proposed work items that I kind of had mentioned are actually international members uh, themselves. So it's not something that's just kind of located here in the United States. Yeah. Uh, it's something that you know has generated interest around the world. So, so are there like tiny home associations sort of outside of standards that 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 people can join or is it you know and and who's kind of on our committee is it is it like diy people or is it like major like manufacturer <laughs> yeah or yeah is is nora on the committee and she's like no, hey i'm nora gonna make a tiny not. home <laughs> <laughs> nora goes and bugs frank yeah. <laughs> she has the question <laughs> um yeah that's you know that's another good question bill um I'd say there are quite a few trade associations okay. within the industry. Uh, we've got a few of them represented on the committee and not just those who may be housed in the United States. Uh, along with that, there's a, a pretty wide collection of uh, industry stakeholders involved. So there are some of the DIY members or the okay. DIY people interested in that aspect. You know, there are people who are just advocates for tiny houses. You have nice. Uh, you have man, you know, companies who manufacture these homes. You have companies who manu uh, manufacture materials that go into the homes. Right. There's testing labs, so there's a little oh, really? bit of everyone. Really, yeah, a little bit of everyone who's you know interested in exactly what's going on within the subcommittee. That's really cool. So what what kind of do you know what kind of testing this currently done in this kind of space? So that I'm not quite sure about. I think there is a need to kind of. Um, develop that a bit further yeah, yeah. That's yeah what their that test I, methods will cover yeah and that's you know one of the things about the subcommittee is as more people join mm -hmm. you know i get a chance to kind of meet the new members and catch up with them and, ex and see exactly how they're involved so i know that there is some degree of testing done or at least an interest in testing right some of this stuff, but I can't really get into the specifics just because I'm not entirely sure. That's okay. You know, one of the things is it would be curious to me. So I, I live in uh, South Carolina and, and, you know, every once in a while we get hurricanes down here. And so <laughs> if you build a new home, especially near the coast, 
it's got to be hurricane rated and stuff like that. And I'm just wondering, you know, would that apply to a tiny home? So if you put a little tiny home on like one of the, the islands out there, would they have to get like hurricane rated, you know, structural members and roofs and all that? And, you know, would would a tight let me ask you even a crazier question. Would a tiny home have a garage? Would it ever have a garage? Because <laughs> the garage could be bigger than the tiny home, right? Yeah, that's uh that's a good question. I've never even uh I've never even had that thought. I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a tiny house and a tiny garage. I'm not uh <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. That's, that's yeah, that's kind of weird, right? And I'll and, have to take yeah. that back to the uh, to the subcommittee for yeah. their thoughts on how we kind of partner those up. Yeah, I mean, you could have you know, imagine this. You could have a detached garage, even if it's not you know, own the tiny home that could be bigger than the tiny home. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a uh, holy cow. I've never even that's that thought has never even crossed my mind. But, you know, now <laughs> the next time we get together for our meetings, yeah, that six. might be the only thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, that's great. Yeah. Um yeah, so Frank, we really really enjoyed like talking about the tiny houses and and just kind of curious cuz you know, you said there's a there's a subcommittee. So, um just a couple of questions. So, if someone were interested in in getting involved in this subcommittee uh, yeah. and you that? know, how could they do that? So, what what would they look up on ASTM as the subcommittee jurisdiction? So if you're interested in learning more about this specific subcommittee, uh, you can find more information about the subcommittee underneath Committee E6 on performance of buildings. Mm. Uh, you can also reach out to me. I don't know if we can include my information on this. Yes, uh, we can. Yeah. I, would I would encourage anyone with an interest in this to reach out to me directly as the staff manager. Uh, I'd be happy to, you know, point you in the right direction of something you might be interested in, whether it be uh, speaking with one of your colleagues on the subcommittee to learn more about the, the technical details. Uh, and then I'd be happy to provide you with more information about the technical committee operations side of things. Um, so good starting point. You know, if you go on the ASTM website and you look up committee E6 on performance of buildings, I think that'd be a good start. Um, my information is also included there. So, um, that's cool. I'm happy to, awesome. yeah, so, happy to so answer any questions. Can, can anybody join the committee? Do you have to be like an engineer or something? Or can just anybody that's interested in the topic join? Yeah, absolutely. So anyone with an interest in participating in uh, the development of standards within Committee E6, Subcommittee E626, or any of ASTM's technical committees uh, is able to join ASTM and participate on any committees they see fit. Um, if you are interested in learning how to participate, again, I'd be happy to, you know, catch up with anyone who's interested. Cool. You can always give me a call, shoot me an email. Uh, you can also uh, learn more about joining ASTM uh, on the ASTM website under the Get Involved tab. Nice. And Frank, one more one more question for you on uh, from me on logistics. So, um, how how could you join a meeting? Like, do you guys meet in person? Do you have oh yeah, you know, that's a good question. Virtual meetings. Um, you know, if if someone decides that they want to get involved in this, what what can they expect from um, being able to participate? Basically. So. As a committee, Committee E6 meets in person every April and October at ASTM Committee Week. Oh, great. Uh, okay. At, at this point, 
we're still kind of working through uh, what the meeting needs of the subcommittee will be. Okay. So since we've just registered these work items, uh, shortly we'll be in the process of putting together task groups for these work items. And at that point, I think we'll have a better idea uh, of the frequency in which these task groups and the mm. subcommittees will meet. Um, I would anticipate that there will be a, a virtual option if we do go to in-person meetings with mm -hmm. the subcommittee and the subcommittee's task groups. Uh, I would anticipate that there's a virtual option, but that's something that um, you know we certainly can consider as we get moving forward towards a more you know concrete meeting profile as a subcommittee. Right. And do you guys, uh, I assume the, the committee weeks are in the U.S. or are they, are they other places besides the U.S.? So our last few meetings have been located in the United States. I believe that we do hold international committee weeks from time to time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I've, I've, could be wrong, but I believe Toronto might be one of yeah. the meeting dates. Oh, okay. In twenty twenty five. Okay. Yeah. I think it's and like every fifth or sixth year we try to do one international and it's typically in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Um and more information about that. ASTM committee weeks are planned, you know, several years in advance. So um you can always yeah, I think it might be five or so. Um you can always find information about oh, okay. that on the ASTM website as well. Oh, cool. So could the, will, is it possible for the subcommittee to kind of meet outside of the, the committee week? Like if the subcommittee wanted to meet, like, you know, say you had some folks from Australia, they want to meet in Australia, somebody will host them there. Is, is that possible too? Sure. So the, however the subcommittee needs to meet uh, to handle the business they need to get done, you know, the committee or the subcommittee, can handle that as they see fit. Uh, there is some degree of um, meeting notice required. We oh. need to make sure that you know people are able to make reasonable accommodations for right. things like subcommittee meetings. Um, but yeah, that's something you know we are moving along here. We're still kind of in a uh, in the process of putting together task groups and seeing how we need to meet. Uh, but if that is something that the subcommittee would like to do, you know, we certainly can discuss that as we move forward, um, you know, working on these uh, work items. Cool. That's really cool. So, so one more odd question for you. So, uh, uh, yeah, get ready, Frank. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is really out of left field. So I, I've worked a bit with uh, the U.S. Department of Defense in, in my career, and they oftentimes put up temporary homes and, and shelters at, you know, places where they're operating, you know, and these are not big places. They're tiny. Uh, would would that fall within the scope of what you guys are talking about with tiny homes oh i that's a that's a good question i don't know these are so, all things you can bring back to your memory yeah. say, hey listen i was so, on a podcast and these were like questions yeah, i mean think think of them like a lot of these things look like a big iso container that's converted yeah. into like you know barracks type things well, or that, even the tents thing, the mm -hmm. thing about that is if it's something that is not quite on the radar of tiny houses. I, I'm sure that somewhere within ASTM, whether it's Committee yeah. E six oh, on true. performance of buildings or another one of our, you know, committees, I think that's probably something that within ASTM somewhere you'll find something that might uh, tackle some of those questions. But um, 
I'm not sure. That'll be another question that's I have to kind of pose to yeah, the group the next kinda, time we get together. It's kind of funny because I, you know, sometimes I feel like ASTM is is like Hotel California because you know once you get in, you can't get out. Yeah. You, you might join, you might join EO6 and be involved in tiny homes, and then what you just asked, Bill, might be under another committee, yeah, and you just true. can't help yourself, and yeah. then. You know, before before long, you're on like eight to ten committees. <laughs> and hey. then, don't get me started about the volunteering because once you start volunteering, it, it becomes it becomes something that you just can't. You know, we have a great great um, group of members that I think we have over thirty thousand. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, right? thirty thousand members right. within ASTM. And I've had so many times that people have said that they've gone to committee weeks, which Frank was talking about, where we have. Anywhere from 15 to 25 different technical committees uh, meeting during that week. And I've had a lot of members tell me that it's great. It's almost like having like a high school or a college <laughs> or a family reunion, right? Because, you know, you only see these people once or twice a year. And, you know, you, you not only get to get into a room and really discuss um, the standards and how to approach them and how to um, come up with you know, with with different aspects of what's going to be included in the standard. And, and, you know, sometimes you'll have heated conversations, right? Like you'll definitely have some members that feel it should be one way and it's the other. But, you know, one thing that I think is great about ASTM and especially this new subcommittee is that, you know, they get into the room, they get to develop the standards, but then afterwards it's like, hey, where are we going to dinner? Yeah, um, so, <laughs> there's you know, that, that, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, this is all stuff that I'm sure will either well, be discussed you know, in the meetings or at dinner <laughs> you know it's funny but it's also you know in a way super exciting because i, I mean the stuff frank and his technical committee is going to do is going to uh, impact building specifications regulation and probably even laws all around the world and so that's yep. kind of cool that you can be a part of that and anybody can participate so you know I, i'm a big mm -hmm. fan of that yeah, it's, it's really great. It's really great. Well, Frank, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so um, much. This I definitely great. learned a lot more about tiny homes. I'm going to go out and buy that school bus now. No, that, please, <laughs> don't. please don't. Please <laughs> don't. But no, Frank, this is great. Hopefully, you know, um, you know, as your subcommittee is developing new standards and, and work items, we can get you back on here and, and see if we have some terms and, and an update. So we really appreciate your time. Thanks so Sounds much. Good. Thank you, Nora and Bill. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.